No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Have you ever listened to Funk You? Out of a Gumby. That you got at Electric Fish Lights? You can. You totally can. You, you should. really, really can. Go to electricfishlights.com and check out what they have going on over there. So these are these really cool, personalized, one-of-a-kind lights that they build. Basically, you, what you tell them is what they build. They use IQ technology. What's that? Interlocking quadrilaterals, which is recycled plastic milk jugs. Yeah, and it's like these 30 interlocking pieces, and you can combine them into 15 different shapes. And when you put them together, they can basically build anything you want them to. So what you do is you go to electricfishlights.com, check out all the stuff that they've built before. They can do like your sports teams. They can do um, cartoon characters. Yeah. They could do what else, Apple? Help me out. They can do just about anything you want. If you're lucky enough Flowers. to be in their area, they're also doing something dope by having classes where you can go. Kids, if you go to their Instagram, you can see all the things they're building on their own. Yep. And they're hooking up the No Simple Road family with 10% off. So if you put in the promo code NSR when you check out, you are going to get 10% off your purchase. All these lights come with a 12-year energy-efficient safe-to-leave-on bulb, a 12-foot cord, and a hardware kit to hang the light. And any NSR family member that gets the color-changing upgrade bulb, which you, want. Which you definitely want because it makes your posters pop. Yes, it does. You're going to get a one-of-a-kind collaborative print. Between no Simple Road and Electric Fish Lights. So go to electricfishlights.com and check out the coolest lights and get in light. This episode this week is also sponsored by Shop, Shop Tour, Tour Bus. Bus. If you are sick and tired of steel your faces and 13-point bolts all over your clothes, but you still want to rep Grateful Dead stuff, go check out Shop Tour Bus, man. This is the Digital Lot's finest, most fine, beautiful, and intentional Grateful Dead-inspired merchandise out there. And I am telling you, they are not on the nose designs. These are kind of little secret notes that are designs that tell the story of a Grateful Dead song. And if you don't understand what the hell I'm talking about, go to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram and check it out. And they are hooking up the No Simple Road family with free shipping. Free shipping. So when you check out, put in the promo code No Simple Road and you're going to get a one-of-a-kind hand-designed box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside. You're going to get the item that you ordered. You're going to get a bunch of extras. And some of you lucky folks are going to get Miracle Bootlegs. Bootlegs. Here, check it out. This is what they sound like when... Look. 
That is an actual <laughs> sound. That's definitely three of them a special right sound. Yep. So if you hear that inside your box, you know you got miracle by Shop Tour Bus. So go check it out, shoptourbus.com and at shoptourbus on Instagram. Put in the promo code No, no Simple, Simple Road, Road and you are going to get hooked up. Also, this week is Define Premium Cannabis sponsoring. Ooh, weed. Yeah, weed. weed. And this happens to be the place where I work at. We have a location in Hillsboro and one in Forest Grove. So you should definitely come out and visit us. We will get you hooked up with whatever you need as far as cannabis medication. So we have your dabbables, your vapables, your smokables, all this stuff. We have a new thing that I wanted to mention here on Wednesdays. Our, we have our own farm, AP Farms, and we have a special all day on Wednesdays. You save anywhere from 5 to 15% off, depending on how much flour you buy, and you get to try some of our awesome strains. we got like awesome. 12 right now. So make sure to, when you come in to mention that you are a listener to No Simple Road, you will get 10% off your entire purchase. You'll be treated awesomely, and you will get a free T-shirt. You'll even get to hug Apple. Yeah, if Uh-oh. you come to the Hillsboro location, I'm there Monday through Friday, and I will help take care of you, get you suited up with the product you need to take care of your head, your body, and your soul. Go check it out, y'all, and make sure you tell them that you're part of the family. It's super important. I don't know any other podcast out there that gives you a hookup on weed. So, you know, define premium cannabis and no simple road are taking care of you. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dive, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out.
thing on we're here we made it we're at northwest string summit pick and party we're not at northwest string summit we're, we're at, at the Morning peacock pick and party there we are is where we are babe flash forward 2021 I, it's crazy <laughs> guess who we have here who megan just not some random megan she happens to be the winner the winner of what you tell her. You tell her. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Um, no, her and Ryan over there. <laughs> um, I'm going to hand over the mic in a second, but they were our winners for the two um, extra passes to our pod, personal dancing area at uh, the String Dusters and Yonder Mountain Band concert. First Today. concert. And stuff. Back. First yeah. concert back. It feels so, it, it feels so like it is really like coming home. Yeah. Coming out here and seeing this is like insane. Me and, and Megan seeing were talking the faces. about it too. Her first year was the same first year that we came. Oh, really? Yep. So here's this. You can tell me. Say hi, Megan. Thanks. Hey. You won. I know. I won. I was shocked. I logged into my Instagram and I had a message from you. And I was like, oh, my God, this is happening. That's mm-hmm. so cool. I, so when we were talking, I was like, you know, I wonder if, if like, people thought, I don't know if I want to answer that because then I got to go to a show with people I don't know. But your answer was great. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of the best part about this is especially with the last year and a half or so or even more than that at this point, just – not having that sense of community that everyone's used to in settings like these, yeah. just being able to it fucking suck. get out there. I know. It was yeah. awful. I know. And this is like the perfect place and the perfect way to come out of it. It is. It's the perfect venue and the perfect group of people. Aww. I'm stoked. I feel like I've known y'all for I know, right? longer than how long? Two hours now? It's a trip. Like certain people just like drop in and like he was, Bryce was like that. He showed up at the house for a party at the house, and I just, we spent the night just hanging out and talking all night like I had known him forever. When he left, I was like, oh, he's going home. That sucks. Like, so it's just certain people that happens with. It's really cool. And that, that was what I was excited like about giving away tickets was who the universe would pick. You know what I mean? Like, who's it going to put in our... I'm going to take this for a second. Bryce is over here with Audrey... And Aaron's talking about that, about certain people. Bryce is one of those people, but Ryan, he's quickly come over to be one of those people, just like chill right over here, kicking back. And the, I didn't know what you looked like, but the minute I saw you, I knew. You did. You were just like, I was like, I was like, Ryan, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Well, hold I was, on. I was going to say, of course, welcome, Megan. We what? We're not recording? No, we are. Oh, oh it's off. Yeah, it's off. Just keep going. Fly me to the Apple stop, please. They don't want to hear uh, so yeah, this this is interesting with Ryan. Me and Ryan just met last week because we're both in the cannabis industry, and this dude comes to bring some flour to show me, which I'd set up with Old World Organics to come show some flour. Ryan comes in and immediately is like, "Oh my God, dude! I didn't make the connection. Your apple, and I saw it on the manifest. I knew I was coming to meet an apple at Define Premium Cannabis, but until I walked in." didn't make the connection it was like i'm a li- i listen to your guys' show 
was like, holy shit, dude. And then uh, so we got to talking mostly cannabis for a while. And then it was like, well, dude, send uh, DM us on, you know, listen to the latest episode. DM us and we're going to be doing a drawing. So here we are a week later after meeting, hanging out at Pick and Park. Well, it's not Pick and Park. There's no park now. I keep forgetting It's a Peacock Pick and Party. It's actually a Pick and Nick. So, yeah, so now uh, Ryan is here with us. So you want to say hi, Ryan? Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hello, everybody. I'm very happy to be here. We're stoked you're here, too, man. Oh, man, I I just... uh, I just want to say that after we talked the other day, Apple, you would, because uh, I actually hadn't listened to the Chris Pandolfi episode yet, yeah. and you said you got to listen to that episode and, and listen for that, uh, the Easter egg, and you're out for it, and I got to say, man, like, it was a great tip to listen to that episode that day, because I had a late night drive home back from where I do my <laughs> growth site out on the coast, and, you know, with cultivating, it's uh, similar to, to music in a lot of ways, where you're constantly in your practice and building your skill set. And just that message of that message of uh, not tying your own successes and failures to your identity and making that a part of your overall journey, man. That was just synchronicity. How much I needed to hear that that evening, specifically with the cultivating that was going on. Yeah. And so I just wanted to say that I appreciate you throwing that tip that way because not only am I really glad to be here, but I'm glad that I've had that theme in my head all week, guiding my own actions and reflections. Hell yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's Welcome a mic drop Ryan. moment. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, hey. Cody, what did you just say? Duet? <laughs> no, no, no tee-heeing. No tee-heeing. I don't remember. You said something about the show. Oh, that... to the tee-hee. <laughs> I was saying what ha- what he, Ryan just mentioned happens every time I listen to the show, and I think it happens for pretty much everyone that listens. It There's something special about uh, the love and energy you guys send out because it... Whatever it is, the person on the other end hears what they need to hear, and that's that's. Yeah, thank you, Cody. Cody you is a, a living example of what happens when somebody writes or calls in and then shows up somewhere. Old, you can tell I'm old because I I sent like an email to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a DM. Hey. Do you want to be my friend? No, yeah, that basically is what the email was kind pretty much it. like, and I was like, yeah, sure, no problem, come on over. I'm just flabbergasted that Aaron and me, like you and me specifically, are here with an entire family that we made that we didn't create with our loins. Or did you? Or did we? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know. It, I'm serious. That that right there trips me out more than it. Here we're strolling in. Like you said, we've known each other forever. And, you know, just Bryce just, hey, guys, I'm home. Darcy's like, oh, oh, hey. Like, everything is so normal between all of us and familial. And that is a huge blessing. So I just want to thank everybody here, Ryan and Megan and Babe, you for hooking it up. And Apple for getting ice. Bryce for freaking all of it. All of it. Audrey, fucking Cody. I love thank, you guys. Thank you for springing me from the loony bin. Or <laughs> bringing you into it. Anytime. One or the other. You know, you know it, it. I was actually thinking about this yesterday. It's like I I have three sisters and five brothers. I talk to two of my sisters. That's it. Like me and my family don't get along. And something I've always said to Mel is like, just because you're born into a family, doesn't mean that you have to put up with people's shit. And it doesn't mean that they have to be in your life. Like, there's no fucking rule that says that. We put up with so much shit from people in our lives 
because they're family and let them do stuff to us and treat us bad and fucking toxic relationships and all that shit. So I learned like through my 20s and 30s that it's okay to cut people out of your life, even if they're your family, that treat you bad and that aren't giving you what you need. And now it means so much more to me to have you guys in my life because I got to choose that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cure. Yeah, it's curating the people that add something to your space instead of fucking people that shit on you and demean you and treat you bad. Yeah, like, oh shit, I gotta go to my sister's house who fucking hates me every year. Yeah. The husband. Thanksgiving dinner sucks. Yeah, like no, you don't. Yeah. I always know, and that's why, like, I felt like I knew Bryce the second he came in. Because everyone fills each other's cups. Your cup is always getting filled. Regardless if the other person has to do anything, just being around each other. Wait, you have a special. Yes. Cool. Let me fill it up. Flowing. (laughs) Thank you. Reflect, this is Bryce, reflecting on what Aaron was just touching on, it's like your blood family, you don't get to choose. But your soul family, you get to choose. So dope. And with you two, with Mel and Aaron, that's, that's... the, the marrying of soul and blood and creating your own family. And that's what's special. Oh, thanks, man. And like, like, yeah. And the, the soul family and being able to connect, that's where, that's the true sense. And that's why, like, it can sound like trite. You know, like the, the guy, we were just buying some candy and coffee over there at the vending. And the guy was like, welcome home. And it can sound like, try it or silly but it's so not because this is our extended soul family these this is a family reunion basically after 16 months of being quarantined and being scared and being afraid and not knowing what was going to happen and not knowing if fucking music was going to come back and being locked in our fucking houses and going crazy in our heads and our stomachs fucking hurting and and all the bullshit that happened this is a family reunion and it's yeah. this, that's why this is special. It really is coming home, man. Yeah. So I just want to say thanks to you guys for coming with us because it means a lot to me. So. Especially, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we would be remiss if we didn't say thanks to Sky. Sky, you have a forever thank you in our heart. Yeah. But thanks again, seriously, for pulling this picnic together for the tickets the good vibes and the always the backdrop to a really magical experience we're hooking us up with uncle burl uncle burl yeah if you guys haven't listened to burl it's episode two something 12 go go listen to burl i mean that man has more knowledge in his little tip of his pinky finger than most people do in their entire brain so you guys go listen to that and uh we love you guys. We'll be back with more stuff later yeah, when it gets later. weird. And I'll talk to you in a little while. Peace. What? Here we go. Wheels are rolling. Woo. Buses are we in taking motion. off? Running that, going beep, down the runway. Oh, no, that's backwards. Hey, oh. no. No Silver Road family. We're pulling up to the dock. We're taking off from the runway. There's the helicopter pad. We're doing all kinds of things. It's a fucking weird vehicle. Right? Yeah, we're pulling into harbor on a float craft. <laughs> it makes me think of, um, <laughs> what's his name? Inspector Gadget. <laughs> it's everything. Yeah. Yeah. No Simple Road. Where's is... my shoe phone? You <laughs> 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 get smart. Um, Welcome hi. to No Simple Road, everyone, we? this week. Yeah. We are No Simple Road. This is Mel. And Aaron. And Apple. 
And we're coming at you from Portland, Oregon. We are. And, and we wanted to say a big funk you. Yeah, funk you. Funk you all. <laughs> that yes. is our guest this week. You guys, man, if you don't know who we're talking about, you have been under a rock for the last however long, but they are an amazing band that is out there busting their ass making amazing music for the people funking it up all over the place it up all over the country man and they're getting ready to come out with a new album i think next month right um i'm not sure when the album's coming out Uh, i know they're i know they're getting ready to hit the road and do some touring where Uh, are they gonna be they are the brooklyn bowl was one of them yeah Um, summer camp hella yellow music festival coming up on august 7th in georgia then they're going to bounce to Ohio. Then they're going to Summer Camp Music Festival on August 20th. Then Avondale Brewery Ren- Resonance Music and Arts Festival. They got a bunch of festivals coming up. That's in West Virginia. And then October 8th, which is somebody's birthday. Oh, on Mel's birthday. <gasps> they're going to be playing Brooklyn Bowl in New York. Damn. So they're, yeah, what? they're starting to kick it up too here. It feels so good to see tour dates like that and seeing this band. These guys are are hard working individuals here, yeah. man. They, they they do not fuck around, and you know they they recently released their tenth um, anniversary album with <clears throat> an entire horn section. So you know that that first album that they did way back in the day, you got to go back and listen to this re release because it's got a lot more punch than the original you know what i'm saying anytime you add horns you're gonna get something totally different yeah it horns and fiddle I th- those two things man and harmonica i'm sorry yeah. but that you add that in there to just a regular old song spices anything up yep that's like adding more cayenne pepper to the gumbo mm-hmm. and like boom mm-hmm. and that this was this was fun too you'll hear a little i think you'll hear the transition like we started out with evan and will and they were in a van getting ready to play somewhere and and members of the band there's nine cats in this band so this band's deep oh <laughs> they, also, they roll deep this was what month here let me look when what? this was this was back in may that we did this i think yeah it was and, right before mother's day and um there wasn't a lot of shows happening so this was like mm. one of the first of somebody that, they, that was out yeah, there that was out doing stuff and like well, they, they had some really cool experiences that you'll hear and people from the band kept i think we ended up with four if not five of them in the van they kept coming to the van like what are you doing get in and the video we were doing video at first but it was a bad connection because they're in a parking lot somewhere in a van so we had to abandon the video and go to just audio to keep a good sound going it was so you're like, on a roller coaster was, ride with yeah us. this is super fun <laughs> these guys are I had like shot out of a cannon, excited because they're getting ready to play a show. We had them in the van preparing, and you could hear like you you could definitely hear the excitement in their voices of being back out, yeah, and being back at it. And at the time, I was like, sure wish I knew what that felt like being back out. But now doing. you know what that feels like. I do. How, well, I do yeah, how Why that? do you know how that feels, babe? Well. We, <laughs> I was going to say, this is kind of like a wee week recap because we all yeah. did the same thing yeah. pretty much and had a fantastic time. Well, uh, so we haven't been to a show, uh, you know, 
of any significance in 16 months. And last week we went to Horning's hideout to see Yonder Mountain String Band and the infamous String Dusters. And we also saw Freedom, which was um, uh, Matt Butler's new trio. And we also saw Scott Law and Burl open a set. And it, it, man, <laughs> I, I like that you're like, <laughs> and then, so that was Tuesday. And then Tuesday at at the beginning of the show, Burl's like, you guys coming on Wednesday? We were like, no, we got to work on Thursday. And he's like, no, bullshit. We got you a pod. You guys are coming to the show on Wednesday. So we ended up going on Wednesday. And then Friday rolled around. We all get off work and Burl hits us up and he's like, hey, we're playing at a local bar here, Laurel Thirst. You guys should come hang out. And so we did that. Too. So we did that. So three shows in four days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're making it for lost time. We sure are. And it's um, been, it felt really good to be out and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, it, and it was, it was amazing. Cause we ran into quite a few. We ran into Joey Burns will be Burns. We yeah. ran, ran into, uh, Chris Cooch, Chris there just saw a bunch of familiar faces, uh, Tiffany and Ben. Yep. We saw them, Matt Butler, <laughs> Matt Butler and everybody was smiling and hugging Oh yeah, yeah. We caught up with Sky. Thank you so much again for everything, Sky. Friday night, we got to hang out. We got to meet Hannah finally. That helps with String Summit and and manages a couple of little bands, you know, like <laughs> Yonder Mountain. Yonder, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, got and, to hang and, out with Shorty. And, and Shorty yeah, we can't forget Shorty. Shorty is Shorty is Burl's uh, assistant, like, assistant right hand man, and we got to hang out with him and have some fun. It's just been a, it was a week just packed full of things. It, it was meeting so many new people, having, dancing our asses off. Um, oh, and our, our contestant winners. That's oh, yeah. right, we, Megan we, and we, Ryan. we met two new people that are definitely part of the family Absolutely. from here on out. You know, it takes a lot of guts to... Uh, Win a contest? No. To, <laughs> to, go to, to go to a show with a crew. Yeah, that, by an yourself, established crew of people like, that you don't know. Well, they both listen to the show, so they kind of yeah. know. And okay. a lot of people say that, that when they hear the show, they feel like they know us. And so it's a little bit different than just meeting somebody and going to the show with them. It's like, yeah, we know these true. people. We yeah, know they, they know Come we're, on, Apple. We're not going to kidnap them and yeah. take them out in the middle of the no. woods. And, <laughs> and what was so crazy was we ended up, well, not we, Apple ended up knowing Ryan from define well i had just met him one week prior yeah. i think we talked about that last yeah. yeah i met him one week prior and said well if you're a listener go listen to the latest episode Submit and to the contest the maybe you'll win and lo and behold yeah it was really a special time to meet those two and to we had audrey with us and megan and audrey ended up knowing each other from a previous pigeons concert like there was so many little mini connections during that entire time it really made me feel like I am from Portland because going to that concert and seeing people that from, we all know that we all know only from here, it really kind of made me feel rooted to where we live. Oh, and um, Gra- Graham, Graham and Graham and Ansley, Ansley, Ansley. Ains- no, it's Ansley. It's not sorry. Ansley. I kept Graham on calling her Ansley all night. It was not an- an- okay. Ansley. It's and Ansley. we saw them. They were there again Wednesday night. We got to hang out with them, mm-hmm. boogie they some more, up. and of course Bryce. 
Bryce, Bryce, our uh, our little. Well, and Bryce ended up knowing Ansley and Graham too from another yeah. thing. Yeah, from a, it the, is a small world, man. This this jam community is is a it's trippy too. Like when we're just talking about being at Horning's Hideout, but like fish tours about to start in yeah. Arkansas and Atlantic City and a few other places, and I guarantee if we got on a plane and went to Arkansas and went to that first fish show. Well, we definitely see Preston. There would be a <laughs> grip of people that we know just from the show having nothing to do with Portland. It's a traveling community. It's really cool. And it, I think that's the thing that was impressed on me the most. Hang on one sec. <clears throat> Sorry. Over the Tuesday and Wednesday, the two shows that we were at, like on Tuesday the show started at five in the afternoon. If you don't know about the Pacific Northwest, like in this time of the year in mid to late July, it doesn't get dark here until like nine o'clock at night, nine, nine, 15, nine 30. And so sun's up, it's hot out. Music starts, which made it feel like a music festival, you know, not like a outdoor concert one day thing. It felt like a festival because really the sun was like out that. and it was hot. And yeah. Whatever. And they had a couple little like, you know, um, they weren't food trucks, but just like little vending, yeah, little food vending. vending. And, uh, it was a trip to me to, I was really paying attention to the crowd, which typically I don't do too much at a show, maybe a little bit during the second set. Cause I want to see how spun everybody gets, <laughs> but, but like I was really watching everybody and it was so good to see our family again, like to see the community out and having fun. And, and like I told Mel and Apple this, like during the first set um, on Tuesday, it it was a freedom, which is Matt Butler's new three piece outfit. And then uh, the string dusters and then yonder. And during the string dusters set, like feeling the energy in the venue you i could feel like the hesitation the tension i don't know anxiety i'm not sure what the right word is but like a a hesitancy or a a remembering kind of a thing like it was kind of like the pipes were kind of clogged up and it had to work out. And I think we also like kind of like three songs in mm-hmm. all of a sudden when they hit, they, I forget what song, but they hit where everybody hoot and hollering, everybody started jumping up in the air, jumping up and down. And from there on, it was like, like cleared the pipe. It was just like, yeah, like, you know, those of you that have ever had like an old, Chevy or an old Ford if you don't start it for a while like it doesn't start right it kind of coughs and sputters coughs a bunch of black smoke out the tailpipe and then it runs great and then you're ready to hit the highway and do 120 right it felt like that and I I think I even said something to Mel about it during the show I was like you could feel a lot of weirdness in here and like I know that some of that is my own projection of my own shit dragged out of 2020 in a sack on my back. Oh, uh, I know you said you were having kind of a little bit of a rough go at first and just being there with all of our COVID baggage, you know what I mean? Trying to not trying to enjoy it and feeling excited, but also 
it's heavy still. Like it's, it's our, still like, not, it's knowing our first act, time. not knowing how to act. Yeah, exactly. I not, remember. To, if I think it was probably. I think I forget who we were talking to. Crack. It was like I feel like fucking Steve Martin on the jerk at first. Don't know. What to <laughs> do. It was like a day. Like I remember going to clap to the music, and I was like totally off. And then it was. It was like. And then. And then it's like. Oh my gosh! I got the rhythm finally after a little bit. Yeah, it was rusty. You had to get back on a that bike, rusty. put a little oil on the sprockets, and get going. Yeah, it was a it was a trippy thing too. Like at set break, Joey Burns, Willie Burns came and sat down, and we had it was so good to see you, Joey. Thanks we were for stopping by. Pretty deep in the sacrament at that point, and uh, you know, I, him and I got to talking, and I was like, you know, man, we can't just come here and try and fucking pretend like nothing happened, like we've got to be honest with each other and say it how it is. Like some shit did go down. 2020 did fucking happen. Not that we need, not that we need to, (laughs) no shit. Not that we need to like always drag that along with us and like, Oh, whoa is not, I'm not talking about that. I'm just acknowledging the thing. Like, yeah. Are you thinking for more like, like healing or recovery? I'm talking like healing. Like you can't start healing until you admit that like, Oh, I went through something. You know, and then just going back out and being like, oh, okay, back to normal. Like, it doesn't fucking work like that. At least no. it didn't for me. And, you know, him and I were talking. I was like, you know, we've all been through some shit, dude. We, we've grieved and we've gone through this whole process and now we're here. And we have to acknowledge that and like move forward with a little more intention and, and you know, with that in our rear view mirror, so to speak. Yeah, intention and caution and just. Yeah, that's two good words. Yeah. Yeah, and, but like you said, Apple. By the time the second set rolled around, it was fucking on. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was seriously on. That whole place was awake, and even the wasn't that Tuesday. I think he, where I can't remember what night when he's like he. he I forget who it was. Uh, one of the band would like actually paused for a moment because they saw. Oh, that the was tree, on Wednesday night. Saw yeah. the trees. Yes. It was like I looked up and I saw the trees moving. It was to the, the bass music player from we the were Dusters. playing yes. and. I mean, that place is alive. I mean, because there was a nice breeze. It almost the, seemed like it was happy that yes. we, were we were home. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it like felt the trees like the environment waving. was happy that we were there. And it seemed like everybody was clunky, but like wanting to not be. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. we want to shake it off. I, I'm awkward. I've got two left feet and two right arms, but I'm still wanting to have a good time, you know? And by the time yonder came out on the i'm talking about tuesday night by the time the string dusters had dusted us and yonder came out it was like full force mm-hmm. like ally and came out like oh just it was just so good all of it was so good to f- feel the music oh, coming at you yeah feeling your it, chest and feeling it reverberate in you there's just something s- different too like having that bass that upright bass when he hits it with the bow and the fiddle the, there's nothing like the way that a violin or fiddle sounds it just it has its own unique and so putting that in there it's like ethereal it it creates and this it, kind and then it, it both bo- both bands it's it's like it can be haunting yes like haunting and deep and like bayou swampy and then happy jovial yeah skippy like from one moment to the next. And the other thing I remember the most too, we saw that 
was seeing these crews back to work. Yes. And they were all, they had all come out at one because they're yeah. all working behind yeah, the scenes. The and at crew. one point, all of them were over on the side of the stage watching the band and the crowd and just smiling ear to ear. Like, you, you, like we created this. And they worked Look hard. They worked really because hard. Because I remember when Burl, we were talking to Burl, he was talking about all the things that they had to, you know, uh, do in order to get this taken care of. And they worked their tails off. So thank you to the crew yes. of yeah. Northwest String Summit and of the bands that came out and made it so beautiful for us. And, and that we're talking about like the stage crew and the lighting crew and the sound guys and all the crew that works at, at summit, but also to see the crews of family, different groups of, of family that have been sequestered for 16 months and are now ready to get like the group get, we met Tuesday yeah. night down in front. We were watching them almost the whole show, and then the, like the set break, dude, we went the down, purple overalls and the purple overalls. We exchanged information and stuff, but that another way was like those boys were boogieing. Yeah. Well, and I think it, Joey said he had like thirty people deep in his crew. They had a huge crew come in to dance and shake it, it was off. So good to see that, and and I realized a couple of things. So I love being spun and giving out stickers while I'm dancing. <laughs> I remember like you running that. around giving stickers to people during the music. That's yeah. like one of my favorite things to do at a show now. And then second, I learned that I can't smoke weed. You've been you saying that for ever again since we started well, the show. But, but <laughs> he made but he made a big oopsie. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I like there's times when I'm like, oh it's cool. I could do it and I and then everything's fine. I can't do that anymore. I I just, it's not worth it to me to roll the dice ever again with that. I'm done. Like there was a a moment I was having a fucking great night. I was the perfect level of high. I was completely in my own space. I was in my skin a hundred percent. I was shining bright and dancing my (laughs) ass off. And And then the joint came around. And then the joint came around and it was habit, old habit to just grab it and hit it. And as I blew it out, I was like, oh, fuck, what did I just do? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And so I just passed it. I was like, I'll just pretend like that didn't happen. And slowly but surely, this fucking gray mist starts like covering my eyes. And I'm like, oh, no. Here it comes. And I got so fucking paranoid. I had such a bad trip at the end of that show. I was like that kind of paranoid where like I couldn't sit because I felt like I was posing however I sat. Like I couldn't sit. And like my facial expression, I was like, I'm making a face right now. And I can't like let my face be natural because I feel like I'm making a face. And like, like every little so thing, self-conscious so fucking self-conscious. And, and in the center of that storm is me right now going, what the fuck is the matter with you, man? This is fucking ridiculous. You're so stupid. What are you doing? Take it easy. Everything's well, then all right. Then you did something that you said that afterwards you told it was very important instead of keeping it yourself. You told us all. Yeah. Which to help you, which said to help you a little. I mean, it didn't make it go away, no, it but didn't you're go like, away. like at least everybody in my group knows I'm fucked up at the moment. Yeah. Well, treat I can. me accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, please be nice to me right now. I'm fucking freaking out. Like I, I can do pretty much anything. One hit of weed. It's 
I'm done. No, you don't like LSD either, baby. I I can do it, but it that is a whole different thing. Like there's this, a lot that you can't do. You can't just, drink. You don't. Like I was gonna say, give him, yeah. give, give him, give him, give him a half a toke of weed and a couple sips of a drink, and, and he's done. Yeah, done. Yeah. Donezo. Yeah, you're getting laid. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just be passed out. You do what you want. You may be like, oh no. It's the weirdest thing, man. And and I was like giving myself a hard time too. I was like. First show back. Nice job, asshole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, and speaking, okay, I'll throw this in there. But my coworkers know this if anybody listens to it. So I fucked up too <gasps> by just getting overboard, having fun, had quite a few beers and stuff too. And when I got up to go to work, I couldn't go to work because I was still. <laughs> Apple, you were supposed to work the next day. Uh, yeah, on, I was man. supposed to work the next day, Wednesday. I could not, I wasn't, no, uh, no shade. No way to, to drive, deal with anything. So I, I called in on Wednesday, which was a no-no, but they understood. And then they kind of expected it. They were like, year and a half, you didn't haven't partied and, you know, a little too much too fast and <laughs> missed Wednesday, but it's all good. Mel was the only responsible one in the I group. I was pretty responsible. <laughs> I know my tolerance. I had a great time. I surrounded myself with the most sweet. Just, I was like, at one point I was sandwiched in between Tiffany and Audrey and another point with Megan and Ro- like Ryan and Bryce. Like I was really enjoying the company that we had. Aaron was curled up in the fetal position on the blanket. I, honestly, I didn't even know what was going on no, with I Aaron. I yeah, kinda, no, you're still dancing. I wasn't right? even paying attention to Aaron. I was just like so happy about the group and just where we were at. And I was feeling so good. And, you know... Usually I'm very introspective when we take sacrament. I was not introspective at all. You were outgoing. Nothing the happened. Pic, the pictures kind of yeah. tell that story of the silly faces. <laughs> and the, you were yeah. funny as hell. There was nothing this. internal going inside. No like profound shit. It was just like, I love these people. It's called blowing off steam, babe. Yeah. No, it was great. I I was. I love you. Kept doing like so the happy. metal side, sticking your tongue <laughs> out like good. metal. Like yeah. <laughs> if you go on the No Simple Road Instagram, you'll see the pictures that we're. I talking posted about. a few things too. Yeah. It was just such a. At this stage of our life, we have such great people. Yeah, when we, we were when we were leaving to go to um, uh, Hornings, we had Cody, Audrey, myself, Apple. Aaron and Bryce and just leaving with it felt like a day at the beach like when we're getting everything ready the cooler our snacks and all right you you got you got everything and just having that group go down with us of like they're close friends these are not people that are just you know we met these are really close friends that we could call in an emergency or that we could call for any reason and it felt it it added another layer for me going to the show. It was like, yay, we're going to a concert, but it was like, we're going to a concert with our peeps is what it felt it was like. so much fun. And, we, and all of us piled into one vehicle. Mm-hmm. That and was, so and we that had was the best too. ride there. Like, yeah. And thank you, Audrey, for getting us all home safe. Yes, thank yes. you, Audrey, for being responsible and being a sweetheart. I'm hooking us up, making sure that we got where we needed to go alive mm-hmm. and in one piece. And yeah, man. It's just nothing like the family that, nope. that we've cultivated well, then, since we've been here. And then guess what, too? Like, Chicken like, butt. Like, we're recording this Sunday, uh, two more sleeps, and we're going out there again for That's Green right. Sky, Sky Bluegrass, Bluegrass on Tuesday night. So I want to throw something out there. Um, 
if you're in the Portland area and you are on the fence, <clears throat> don't have anybody to go with or whatever to Green Sky on Tuesday, the 27th, um, tell you what, if you grab a pod add-on ticket, you are more than welcome to add yourself to the No Simple Road pod. Uh, all you got to do is DM me and say that you got a pod add-on. We will add you to our pod. We are in uh, section three. So you would purchase a section three pod add-on ticket. I think we have room for what? There's four, four of, us, of us for sure. Or, or no, five of us going now. So we have room for three more. So the first three people that DM me that say they want to hook up and be part of our pod, you can do that. So I will... Uh, Throw that out there, the invitation. If you want to come party and hang out with No Simple Road, grab yourself a pod add-on for the 27th. DM me, and we will meet up and go together. Or you can meet us there, and we can walk in together. That, too. We could do that as well. That's yeah. Mel's, Mel's absolutely right. Because, well, you know, not everybody's coming from the same place. So True. I was going to say, last week that logistically worked out the best because Ryan did. and Megan both ended up driving their own cars and meeting us out there and... That, that that's the weird thing too this is all awesome i can't wait till next year when we get to do the whole festival because it's weird to be there and then have to go home yeah it really i really wanted to stay especially like we kind of just walked off to yeah so you the did guys, not want to leave too you're like where are we going i didn't want to leave at the end of the night everybody's packing up it's time to go and i didn't want to go nowhere okay Let's, let's be real. <laughs> End of the night, we're all laying on a blanket together. There's like maybe eight of us all laying on the ground, hanging out, talking and laughing. And then somebody says to me, yo, Aaron, man, we need to leave. And I look around and we are literally the last people in the field. Like, I'm not joking. This isn't Aaron math. This is <laughs> the real thing. Like, we are the last fucking people on a blanket and like the people cleaning up and security are looking at us like, what the fuck? And so I say to Mel, I'm like, Mel, we need to go. And she's like, why, why do we need to go? I want to stay here. And I'm like, Mel, we can't stay here anymore. Why not? I'm having fun. I want to hang out. I was having fun and I didn't want it to end. We had all of our friends. Like, it's like finally like, no, it's finally my birthday party and I don't want to go I'm home. Like, I'm like, babe, we're going to get kicked out in a second. We need to leave. I was like, no, we're not. Yeah. And then finally I'm like, Mel. Open your eyes and look around. We're the last ones here. Oh, yeah. This entire conversation is ha happening with my eyes, eyes closed. closed. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow or another, I can see with my eyes closed during those sessions. Yeah, you sessions. couldn't see that we were the last ones there. <laughs> I could see that I was having fun still. Well, that's funny. That's not an uncommon thing. We had to explain no. that to Tiffany in the Aww. park. Tiffany and Ben. They were like, loud. we're like, yeah, this, this, this happens. Mel, I just remember like fish at the gorge too. That was one of the funniest. When you had, she had so many empty water bottles and like oh trash God. was pick like could hardly hold them. She's like dropping them as she's picking them up. And the security and cleanup crew is like, you need to go. And she's like, but you need help. And they're like, we really appreciate what you're trying to do. But, you know, this is our job. You can go now. They were grateful. For me oh, yeah, they that. were grateful. But <laughs> also they're like, OK, we'll this, go with you, that. You, you shows over. Everybody's got to leave. I like to remember it that way. <laughs> That's cool. They, oh, they were very grateful. They they watched you for a little bit until they finally to make sure that you were like, okay. I do that all the time, and I actually did not do it this last time. I was I was preoccupied, but when I go somewhere and 
at the end of the night. I'm going to well, walk by a water bottle. I'm going to pick it up. I got to say, though, they that place was fucking spotless. It was, oh, it was spotless. When we left. It was, Everybody it picked great. their shit up and got it out of there. As it should be. You know, that. I think that is a... I don't know the word. Uh, peculiar, maybe, is the word, to, the, or, to Oregon. And I think it has a lot to do with Oregon Country Fair mindset. Like, a lot of those people that were there and are part of the... the bluegrass jam community here in portland like specific are, to that. are very specific like oregon country fair family and you don't fuck around with trash at fair and so i think that's just like ingrained in everybody up yeah. here take your shit take, in what yeah. you take in you take out mm-hmm. which is the way it should be it's th- that's one of the things that's like a drag like at the end of that gorge fish show it was like a fucking bomb went off inside the gorge man like that was terrible yeah it, it was, was really it, it made me sad we it, can do better than it that. reminded me of what's happening in the ocean oh that's shit. it that's what i when i turned around and looked at that that's why if i see it and my hands are empty i'm gonna fucking pick it up it's not costing me anything it's not taking extra time it's not hurting me i got that's freaking true. hand sanitizer <laughs> like so what you Let, kids listen to grandma and grandpa it's true you t- <laughs> think about it everybody is spun or inebriated to some degree when you're done with your partying and dancing and you turn around you're gonna fucking walk over a can or a napkin or a bag of some sort pick it up Dude, you're gonna you, pass a trash can pick it up can you imagine how the people at the gorge would react if this year on saturday night the show ends and there's not a fucking lick of trash on the Dude, ground that would be Amazing. phenomenal <laughs> that would be such a feat that it, it would be amazing what if what if at the end of the show Trey was like, hey guys, thanks for everything. Appreciate all of your dancing. Pick up a piece of trash on the way out. I'd appreciate it. Thank you so much. Do you know how many fucking everybody would do it? Mm -hmm. Every fucking person. So if Trey, you're listening, and I know you're not, but if you ever heard this, (laughs) just fucking say that. Just tell him that, and we'll all do it. I already do it. Some people do it. Funk you might be his favorite band. You never know. You never know. I'm just saying, if you just turn around and be like, hey guys, just pick up something on the way out. Don't let everybody else do it. Just hook it up. Oh, there it is. There's your today's public service announcement from No Simple Road. Pick up your shit, man. And fucking don't throw your balloons on the ground. Pick up your shit or somebody else's shit. shit Pick some of your shit up and their shit up. Pick up your neighbor's shit. shit. (laughs) And not literal (laughs) shit, but you know. Well, if you do shit, pick that up as well, because don't, I don't want to step in your shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be kind of gross. That's fucking gross, man. Yeah, clean up after yourself like you would your dog. Yeah. Anyway, hot. so <laughs> if you want to come to Green Sky, there's there's three spots open. You could be one of the first three. Then you're you're in there with us, and we'll have a good time. It'll be fun. We're gonna have a blast this Hootenanny. week. Hoot nanny, hoot nanny, shindig, a barn burner. Yep, yep. So um, I don't think we need to go through a week. That we just was no, that week. was that, yeah. That was, I mean, we all had the same week. Th- pretty that was much. definitely the highlight of my week. After that was work, and I was like, mm. <laughs> working after shows. Well, specifically this week, because having Burl here, then going to Hornings and having those two nights and just being part of what it takes to run that, like having, you know, Chris wave at us from the stage, seeing Burl gave us a literal shout out. Burl gave me, Aaron and Apple, a literal shout out from the stage and it just underscored to me like how important what we're doing is 
no, we're not like literally doing like heart surgery, nothing like that. But we had Ryan and I I think that he would be okay with this because he said it on, uh, we did a little recording too. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that he had listened to the Chris Pandolfi episode and to find a little Easter egg. And he was so grateful for that message. He said that it helped his entire week of what Chris was talking about. And to see everybody having such a good time and knowing that we're a part of that. If you listen to that show, you got so much more, like it made you feel so much better. Like, like it did with Ryan. And it, it made me like, it was just hard for me to go back to work, like back to my, whatever reality this is, you know, Ryan was like, whatever, I can't remember the exact thing that we were talking about in the Pandolfi episode, but he was like, the thing that you guys are talking about was the exact thing I needed to hear in the week that I was having a really bad week and it set me straight and reminded me that there's people out there that love me and care about me and, and to got, not be and, so hard on and yourself to not be so hard on myself. And it got me through the rest of my week so I could make it here to dance with you guys. And so that's, that's what I'm talking about. It was just kind of when those types of things happen, we know that like, okay, randomly, who knows when he was listening to it, right? He's driving around, Trimming, listening to no simple whatever, road. Yeah. And that happens and he's getting like this, like, you know, little twang on his heart and on his mind and he's just feeling good about it. That's important to me. I love making people feel good emotionally. That is one of my favorite things to do. Like if you're having a shitty day or you're having a tough day, you don't know what you're going through and you can tune in to us and whatever we're saying or whatever, whoever we're interviewing says something profound. That's medicine to me. And to the people that it goes to. So it was just a little tiny bit hard getting yeah, back to it was, it, I, reality. I had a difficult time plugging back in too, man. I, mm-hmm. I was getting all these like different requests at the job that I do. And each one was like, I don't care about that one. Throw it out in the trash. No, I really don't care about that one. <laughs> throw it out in the trash. And then, well, that one can wait till next week. Then. And then I was like, wait, you're just putting all your work to the side right now. You're not doing anything. Like, <laughs> you gotta do it. You gotta shit. do it. It's gonna come back yeah. tomorrow. And it it was hard to reconnect to that. And it, you just re- want to ride that wave. Well, you just want to keep. I want to stay on tour. Not even that. Yeah, it, it really made too. me feel like. You know how they say like Jeff Firewalker Schmidt is a walker between worlds. So are we. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like straddling those two things is no fun. And like. I know where I fit. I know where I belong. And then I have to like leave it to go to this like cloud cuckoo land of bizarro world. And the longer I it goes on, the more ridiculous it gets. So the thing that Chris Pandolfi said that um, was um, instrumental for Ryan's week, he was talking about not allowing mistakes to be your identity. Don't tie your mistakes to your identity. Like, you can you make a mistake and mistake. that's it. Okay. I made a mistake. Sorry. Fucked up. Okay. But I'm not a fuck up. I'm not a screw up. Every now and then I screw up though. Yeah. That's okay. Preston, we're talking about that yesterday. Like if you're depressed, you don't say I am depressed. You say I am experiencing depression right now. Yeah. We are not our mm-hmm. symptom. We have symptoms. We have things that happen to us, but we're rad people and we're good people and we're loving people and 
things happen. Shitty things happen. You know, you have a freaking rage yell or something or you break something and you freaking start crying and you freak out or stuff happens all the time. But we are not what we do necessarily. We are who we are. Boom. We'll leave it at that. We are who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do the business and get into the interview. Follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road. All the social medias. Yeah. Yeah. And then go to www.nosimpleroad.com. Click on that merch tab. Buy yourself a cute little t-shirt for your new next festival or concert night, whatever. Do you know how big of a hug you would get if I saw you at a show wearing a No Simple Road shirt? Yeah. Oh, my God. You would get a if you want to tackle. Hug. So, well, yeah, so, so <laughs> check that out. You get a bonus, like go over and buy a shirt and you get a free Aaron hug. Yep. yep. And then I'm sure you'll get a Mel hug and you'll get an Apple Definitely. hug too because mm-hmm. we're all huggers. Yeah, we are. And that's back. Hugging's back. Hugging is back. Oh, I got a report too. I'm very, very, very happy. Um, so the, the, the shirts, go get yourself a shirt and you get a horrible grease stain on it like a jackass like I did. It came out. I was what? so bummed. My new, my new, spray and wash, thing, dude. Huh? Yep, spray and wash a couple times, and when I pulled it out of the dryer, you know, you never know. Yeah, it's like <laughs> rolling the I dice. got to that shirt and was like, "Yes, it came out. <laughs> yes, because some materials it doesn't, some yeah, it does, and it, I'm just so happy." So go get yourself okay. one of those. Get yourself one of those. Stain it up. Unstain it. It's yeah. fun. And uh, not really. <laughs> call the the tepid line at nine seven one eight. 08-1524. That number again is 971-808-1524. And uh, tell us a, a trip report from the last show you went to. You just got one from us. That's right. It's only fair, you know? Yeah, they, they, there are shows happening now. Nobody can tell us you're not going to shows. And if you want to do us a solid are. to help other people find out about No Simple Road, make sure that you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you are listening on. It, Apple Podcasts really is the most important one because that gets us out into the Apple Podcast algorithm and also on Spotify. So please, please, pretty please, with sugar on top, masking, do us a solid, leave us a five-star if you haven't. If you want to go a step further and help No Simple Road hit the road, patreon.com forward slash no simple road that is where you can connect to the no simple road crew monetarily you can give as little as a buck a month and help us keep doing the show and continue on down the road our goal is to hit the road in 2023 and start doing some live podcasts and yeah <laughs> what? 2022. Well, our goal is to hit the road. How about that? Yes, in the, and, in the near future. And we All can't right. get there unless you guys help us. So we need your help. Patreon.com forward slash no simple road. And that is, if you do that, that could get us to Mel. So you don't want Mel to be. But you, do, you guys just hear how Mel got kind of bummed realizing that, that that's like a year and a I, half I away. I wasn't and, counting on 2023. Yeah. Let's make this 2022. <laughs> get on over to Patreon. Help us out. Fuel these jet tanks. So we can put on the afterburners and fly across the country. Because that's right. what we're going to do one way or another. So we got some upcoming shows that we're going to be at. Um, if you want the entire list, you can go to nosimpleroad.com. And as you scroll down, you'll see upcoming events. But the next few that we have uh, on July 27th, No Simple Road will be at Green Sky Bluegrass. So like you said, you know, you have the chance to join our pod. Three of you, whoever the first three are, hit us up. Um, then we will be at Fish. 
at the Gorge Amphitheater on the 28th and the 29th. We're only doing the Saturday and Sunday show. Then here in Portland, we're going to be at Circles Around the Sun on September the 10th. And then No Simple Road is getting on an airplane, on a jet plane, and we don't know when we'll be back again. We do. But September 18th, we will be at Red Rocks Amphitheater to see Green Sky, Bluegrass, and Circles Around the Sun. And then a quick jaunt back to see Andy Frasco and the UN here in Portland on the 24th. And then we'll just leave it at that. We got lettuce coming up in December. We got there's going to be other things sprinkled in here and there. Vegas. Oh yeah, fish in Vegas. Fish at Matthew Knight Arena. Mm-hmm. Fish. Yeah. We're but what is it? Pescatarians. We we definitely are fish we, consumers. We, we, yes, we love our fish diet. Yeah. All right, everybody. We also want to say funk you to every single one of you. We absolutely there. do. And by the way, uh, all you guys and funk you. The funky shirt that Aaron Amell got me for my birthday is Aww. one of my favorite fucking shirts. That purple with the like lime green. It, uh, I just love that shirt. Love you guys. Yep. You guys kill it. And thank you so much for being so gracious with your time. I know that you were busy and that you, you squeezed us in there, man. And, and we are forever grateful for that. So thanks for spending some time with us. And uh, everybody out there, we love you. We'll see you out there at the shows. Can't wait to give you a hug, give you a high five, hand you a sticker while I'm spun dancing through the crowd. And uh, without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Funk You!
Welcome, gentlemen. What's happening? What's up? Hey there. Ah, uh, wow. You know, you know, there's a lot going it's on. It's a yeah. It's a day, that's for sure. Um, I'm Aaron, by the way. How's it going? Hey. And we also we're waving. Have, you just can't see it. Yeah, uh, it's okay. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, all the pleasantries. This is Mel. Welcome to the show, guys. Appreciate you having us. And then you got me. You got the third member here. I'm Apple. Thank you guys for joining us. And congratulations. You guys are playing shows, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like an anniversary album and the whole thing. It's pretty fucking cool, you guys. Appreciate you. It's Where, been a long time coming, that's for sure. How, well, like about how long oh. in your in your estimation? <laughs> well, you a know, lifetime. the anniversary is our 10 year anniversary. So, uh, at least, 10 you know, I, I guess they say if you can make it 10 years, you might can make it. <laughs> <laughs> we made it to this gig. <laughs> right on. So just for everybody out there, will you guys introduce yourselves to the, the folks that are listening? Yeah, I'm Will Clark, drummer with Funk You. And I'm Jeff Wood trumpet and guitar with funk you right on you guys yeah you've you've got us at a little bit of a disadvantage today this our whole house got covid oh <laughs> yeah no. we're in the halfway through a 14-day quarantine yeah so i'm i'm de- are sick right now yeah a you little okay? bit you know the guys are sick i'm feeling pretty Mel's okay I, I just feel a little weird is all but i feel good 
I'm, I'm yeah. feeling What about funky. the loss of smell? Bro, that? That, that's I, the worst. I'm going to tell you what. Like, I heard <laughs> talking about that and read articles about it and was like, that's not a thing. And yeah, that's a thing. And it's like, yeah. and it's completely gone. Like, not just a little bit. Like, it doesn't exist. No pleasure in anything. Even <laughs> even cannabis does not taste yeah, good. Yeah, weed tastes smoking like... Smoking a bowl tastes like you're smoking resin back oh. in junior high school or something. Yeah, that mine hit me when I was uh, undoing this uh, little Christmas tree air freshener you put in your car. Right. And I thought it was just so old that it didn't smell anymore. I was like, oh, okay, I... You know, I guess it's don't smell anymore. Then I went back into that car like five days later, and I was like, "Oh wow, I lost my sense of smell because now it's reeks in here." <laughs> oh, thank shit. God you got it back, man. Yeah, mine mine is, is on its journey back. Hopefully, so let's uh let's keep our fingers crossed. But we we did not we weren't going to reschedule this. We wanted to talk to you guys, so appreciate having well, appreciate you. y'all being here yeah mm-hmm. man and th- this one i gotta i gotta tell you uh will me and you i don't i don't know if you've talked to him recently me and you have a mutual connection in travis hawkins oh yeah up here in oregon he i've known him for probably about three years or more now because i'm in the cannabis industry and met him as our rep through artifact and yeah, I know all the artifact dudes. They they all they're all Mike, all those guys, shout out to all them. They're amazing. But um two weeks ago Travis came in, me and him are always talking about music and he goes he goes, Dude, I keep meaning to tell you about this good good friend of mine and his band Funk You. He's like, You should get him on the show and I go, What wait, hold on. And I pulled up our calendar and I showed him. I was like, <laughs> We've got him coming on, dude. He's like, What the fuck? He's like, well, I guess I don't need to make that introduction. I was like, oh, we've listened to them for a while, dude. Of course, they're because you guys also we're, we're you know really mean a lot to us. It's Andy Frasco in the UN. Uh, Andy's yeah. come and stayed with us. You guys commingle with them. Just like small world in this community. And uh, tra- Travis was just so excited about this, and then pulled up the video uh, of of his wife Jess at uh what was it sweetwater where she was in the gumby costume dancing yeah she was one of the dancers <laughs> so i guess let me let me let me throw in a question hey, travis goes make sure to ask him about gumby because he said he even donned the old stinky suit once <laughs> oh yeah so we've been sure uh our old bass player rob uh his uncle i think is who gave us this little wooden like plywood with a weight on the end, like cut out of Gumby. And it was like our stage, like it was just like a little mascot. So, uh, Hey, hold up. We're in the, we're doing the podcast. Oh, you want to come in? Yeah. All right. Oh, it's all good. No, no, no worries, worries, man. No, this is um, cool. You guys are so out there. We, yeah. We, we've had little Gumby, little cardboard cut out of Gumby for a long time. And, uh, so funny enough, we lost it at a frat party. Someone stole it, rather. Ugh. And then uh, we had, didn't have them for a couple years. And then played a, a show in Augusta, and someone was like, hey, I remember that Gumby. Like, I actually saw it at someone's house the other day. Oh, we are like, no way. <laughs> Go get us that damn thing. And uh, it was – some guy was like, yeah, I don't remember how I got this, but uh, I've had this Gumby in my closet. So we got cardboard Gumby back. Or uh, plywood gumby back, and then he got stolen again at another show. What the fuck? So, 
uh, I don't know. Now we've just we have like Gumby's and like our some of our flyers and stuff. I don't know why, but it's just been you know Gumby's motto is like stay flexible. So you know we're trying to stay flexible <laughs> out here in the hard knock world of the jam scene, ten years deep. Dude. So uh, we're all just trying to be like Gumby, I think, and. Uh, <laughs> We found these little suits, and man, I've worn those things on Jam Cruise, Halloween, Bear Creek. Like we just put on we one uh, one Halloween, we were all Gumbies. Hell yeah! <laughs> and I was like having to sing out of the eyeball. Yeah. And, uh, chug beers out of the eyeball too. I don't know. I'm sure Travis told you about that. Yeah, yeah. He told me. Yeah, he pulled up some picture of him in the and he was like, "Yeah, that's drinking beer through the eye." <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, we like to have fun, I guess. Well, way, that's a great mascot. Like, hey, I love that. He's flexible. Gotta be flexible, man. Yeah, we, we've reached out to them to like make sure we're not like infringing on copyright and stuff when we put them <laughs> in flyers, and they just kind of have never really cared much. They're like, oh, cool, fuck it. So yeah, that's how I'd like to think the Gumby people are. They don't really give a they're fuck. They're flexible. <laughs> they're flexible. Yeah, they're flexible. <laughs> Just proud to have Gumby represented. So, where are you guys right now? We're in Macon, Georgia. So, is this part of like a? Are you doing a tour right now, or is this you just playing a few shows? What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time, thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Uh, you know, both are one and the same. Uh, it's yeah. we're doing more like, weekend warrior stuff right now, but you know, if you right. get like. 10 or shows on calendar you call it a tour so Good, no tour, shit on the road tour man right now one show anywhere is a tour i guess you're right <laughs> <laughs> so you guys man like we were saying at the beginning 10 years of making this thing happen and re-recording the space monkey album with a horn section like it adds so much to the album it's fuck we were just all standing out on the porch listening to it before we we uh came in here to talk to you guys so going back into the studio to record that thing with the horn section what did it come out the way you wanted it to is it everything you you hoped it would be i think uh i think so it's jeff talking um and i have you know the band has been around for 10 years but the horns have really only been around for three or four or so um but it was nice to, because some of these songs we had horn parts for that had been written by somebody else years ago. Um, and then some of them, some of these songs like Sea Funk, for example, and um, Baby in a Bucket, we never really ever played those songs, even though we'd go to shows all the time and people would request them and it would just be like, well, we, we haven't ever kind of worked on that or come up with anything as a band. So it was nice to kind of finally have the, the motivation or the, the, the need to go and like, right they're not right but you know come up with the the new versions of those songs with right. the band as we are now man yeah go ahead apple oh it's a, i was just gonna say it, it's amazing I'm, i i kind of pretty much just know you guys since you've added the horn section and then going back listening to other stuff but with that horn trio thrown in there 
it just takes it to a whole nother level. And then you add in Gavin's voice, who just reminds he's like a smooth Marvin Gaye mm-hmm. type character that just has such a great delivery. You guys have been the soundtrack of our lives for a little while. You may make it into the especially dance night rotation. Hell yeah. <laughs> and the the one I'm really digging on too is I was gonna ask is Jimmy got popped. The video or shot or no, Jim, Jimmy got popped. Oh, okay, that video is amazing. Is that some, is that an original of your guys's or? Yeah. Okay. That, you must have been live from the studio. Was that sneaker thing? Yeah, I think. Or was that promise? It could have been. So we did the a few live things there in quarantine uh, at my studio. It's where we recorded our last few albums and. And then we went into another studio in Athens called Sneaker Thief and did a few, you know, record a bunch of stuff for live stream type situations. And But uh, yeah, that Jimmy Got Popped wasn't on the first EP that we just redid, but it, it uh, I agree with you. Honestly, it's one of my uh, favorite of our originals. I think we're playing it tonight. Yeah, we're going to play it tonight for you. Well, that one, oh, right on. You can just stretch that one. I mean, you guys stretch it out there. I can imagine playing live. You could go off with that for 20 minutes or more and just stretch it out. Yeah, it, it has a nice jam vehicle. So we got a gnarly key, our saxophone player here. Hey, oh, hey, what's guys? up? What's happening, brother? Um, I was just going to say that about the uh, the album, the uh, re-recording of the first album, and I told somebody last night that initially I was not on board with that at all. Whoa. Uh, you know, I was just kind of like, why are, we, why are we doing this? And uh, But I could He's proud. a negative Nancy. I, I'm a skeptic, <laughs> but I couldn't be more happy with how that turned out. I rock that album all the time now. So uh, I just wanted to throw that out there. Well, that's I cool. I was skeptical, but I, I've seen the light. Yeah, you know what, man? Hell That's yeah. cool to be able to admit that, you know? And I I always think of, like, being in a band that you guys always fucking agree on everything when you're doing stuff. No. Like, it just seems like that on, on the outside. So, obviously, ain't like that. people to agree all the time? <laughs> well, especially you guys got nine people in the band. That's a lot of opinions. <laughs> yeah. But we love each other. Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> well, it definitely comes through when you get on stage. Yeah, and definitely. That's where, you're, where no matter what's going on, you just got to kind of put it to the side, even if there is shit going on. You get out there, that's what it's about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but being on stage is always like, I mean, I love hanging. We all love hanging out together. Obviously, it wouldn't work if that wasn't the case because it's a lot of time in a small van with a lot of us. And But we, we hang out, you know, outside of playing and whatever. But being on stage is always like the, the pinnacle of, time spent with these dudes for me at least it's like you know we're all doing what we want to be doing and doing it together and doing it in in front of crowds and all over the place so that's always uh that's the best part of any day when we're on the road is when we actually get to play the show and the rest is just either waiting uh i know it's all just waiting yeah, <laughs> waiting for that, for that last part you just <laughs> do it under the bus i we t- i forget who it was that we spoke to but we talked to somebody that was telling us like being a musician is your entire life is spent building up to those, that one hour in that city or, you know, that, that one set that day. And then everything else is preparing for the next time you get that one hour, that one set somewhere. And 
I can't even imagine like for us, we all live together here and I get what you mean, man. Like talking to you guys doing this is the highlight of our weekends. You know what I mean? Like we all work day jobs still and doing this is the best part of the week for us. So I can only imagine getting up in front of a crowd and receiving that energy back that you guys get when you're playing. That's, it's just got to take you all the way out, man. That's fucking awesome. Agreed. Yeah. And the, that was, that's funny segue back to like those videos that we recorded. It's like, there's nothing more surreal than playing like an entire set of music for nobody. And, and, and we would finish these songs and sometimes it would be like the first time we played music together in a month or so or two months and you'd be so amped up and it would just be this massive, like nothing of energy coming, you know, like the song ends and then there's just dead and <laughs> there's right. nothing happens after it. And like, sometimes I'll be like, should I start clapping? At least <laughs> somebody should scream. Can we get somebody to woo? You know, I, yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of woos going on. There. No, I, I wanted to ask you guys about that too, man. Like, you know, past what, 14 months has been a trip for everybody and going into quarantine and like everything that happened with COVID for you guys, how did you navigate the beginning of that? And what it, what did you, did it turn out the way you thought it was now that things are starting to open back up? Like, did it go the way you thought or is it different? I mean, we, we all just had to deal with it kind of the same way as everything. Everybody just take a step back and figure out what to do. And luckily I have a studio and we made a lot of content. Uh, we did this thing called the funky bunch where we all just recorded parts to covers uh, at our own house and just sent me the audio and a video and we mixed and edited a little like Brady bunch style, like nine screen thing. We did that like, five or six songs and trying to do stuff like that weekly and everybody writing and personal practice. And, you know, we, we missed the road, but I think we all enjoyed a, you know, a little tiny breath of, of everything. Like you said, we're, we're traveling hours and hours every day for this one hour and it's, it's a very exhausting lifestyle, mm -hmm. but uh, you get to uh, appreciate it when it's gone and, we're uh, happy it's coming back for sure. Yeah, man. How, how does it feel now that you've, you've gotten back out and you're playing some shows? Like, did, cause I know for us, man, I really took it for granted and I took for granted being able to go to a show on a Tuesday night or a Saturday, you know, and didn't fully understand that it was like, it was a privilege to be able to go fucking hang out with your friends and, and rock out and like feel that feeling that we all love so much. And now for me, at least like I have a newfound respect for the entire fucking thing. Like walking into any show now is like, wow, I get to do this again. And it just feels different from my end. So I'm wondering for you guys, like, does it feel any different for you getting back up there and, and the way it feels coming back from the crowd? Yes, absolutely. It's, uh, it's overwhelming. Wow. Um, you guys go ahead. I'm a little flipped here. So I don't know. I, just, I was on the stage last night. And I was just like, damn, it's just so good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even imagine like, 
because before <laughs> I, I can only speak for myself, but like, I loved it. And obviously, I mean, we did this podcast around it. I, after my first Grateful Dead show, I sold everything and bought a school bus and followed him around the country. Like music is my life. I love it. But, nice. but this thing made me see it all in a really, really fucking different light. And like being able to be with the people that I love and the community that we have and being able to support you guys. It's, it's, I can't think of like anything better, you know? You know, we, we did a similar uh, interview last week and one of the questions they asked was, um, since you haven't been on the stage in so long, has it been hard to get your stage presence back? And my response was actually the stage presence is better than ever because you take away all that from us for you know a year and a half. And then we get to be on stage again and sparks are flying and smiles and, you know, good, good, deeper jams that we were experiencing. You know, we got to all be influenced by other outside sources and, we're just all smiles now on stage and it's, we've come back, you know, better than ever. I think. Oh yeah. Any, what, go ahead. What, I'm just curious what the show, cause like you just played two sold out shows in Charleston and how are those looking? Are they like pod shows or what? How, how does that look? They're still podish. I would say they're diminished capacity a little bit. You know, people are spread out. Uh, there are tables. Um, but, um, a, a lot of, a lot of talk that I hear is that everything's going to start like, if everything goes according to plan, everything's going to start getting back together and, uh, back to normal around September. So, and I know some places are already, you know, open and wind up, but you know, a lot of people, a lot of people are still being precautious. Thank you for a laugh. We needed a laugh today, man. Fuck. <laughs> you what, man. It's well, been... Make sure you're precautious with your laughing. I will be precautious with my laughing. Mel, make sure you write that down. Because you guys just named the name of the episode. We're being precautious with Funk You. <laughs> but uh, the shows, uh, yeah, they've been potish, but um, everybody's pretty mellow about, like, you know, if you want to come up to the stage and take a picture or hang out at the rail, you know, that seems like it's pretty okay. And everybody's respectful of each other's space and stuff like that. I will say uh, we, some of us went and saw Umphreys play in, uh, at the Speedway near Atlanta mm-hmm. last weekend. And that was like a drive-in show, which was pretty crazy to witness. Number one, just a show of that size again. Um, that's like the first for the first time since COVID happened. But also it was nice because we, uh, a couple of us carpooled our cars in there. And then we just had like our own little chill zone at what would have otherwise been a general capacity or some kind of packed in like sardines kind of situation. So I think there's certain aspects of the, the whatever this post COVID life that might exist that I'm, I might prefer a little bit. Like I don't necessarily love being sandwiched up on top of my neighbors all the time. Like I like to chill and be able to hear really well and have a good time in that way. 
you know what? You have no, room to groove. You too, are not the first one to say that, yeah. man. You, I, I fuck, I forget who it was, but we were talking to somebody, and they were like, "Look, I never liked getting beer spilled on me or somebody stepping on my fucking foot. I just didn't dig it." And like, we're always looking for towards the end of the Mark, first set, Mark second Brown set. Team. Yeah, we're we're always looking for like a little more space to dance and move. And you move to the back. Yeah, we move to the back. And so I guess it just makes sense. We haven't been to a drive in show yet. We have some coming up here with like um, Green Sky Bluegrass and uh, Yonder and the String Dusters here in July. And that'll be our first like drive in stuff. But I can only imagine that. First stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oregon is a. Well, you know, there's people doing stuff, except we just haven't partaken in any of that. We've been been very precautious with our (laughs) with our selection. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Well played. Well played, Mel. You get a gold star. So ten years doing anything is not easy. Mm -mm. And uh I mean what how many years we've been is five for us or four? Four. Four. So I can only imagine six more. But for each of you guys, I'm sure there's a couple of moments that stand out. Like, can you tell me what one of your favorite, like, pinnacle moments in the past 10 years has been for, for each one of you guys that are there right now? Is this on or off stage? Does, well, it doesn't matter. Either. Either or. Yeah. It doesn't matter, man. Man. We, we've been deciding which stories to tell. <laughs> tell the new ones. Yeah. Well, even uh, I'll tell you one for me was last night. Um, uh, somebody requested a song on her way down from like she drove from Virginia to Charlotte or whatever and requested one of our songs that's um, it's on our Tipitinas live recording on Spotify, but it's going to be on our new album that is coming out in the fall called Moving Forward. So cool. make sure everybody keeps an eye out for that. Um, but uh, so she requested the song and then when we started playing it, she just broke down in like right front center stage. And like we were like, the Beatles. yeah, exactly. Like we were just like making her whole fucking year. And uh, that was just pretty crazy. It's like a song that we wrote that was just having such an effect over somebody. And even a song that's not it's not like it's all over the Internet. It's just basically only available in one place or two places to hear it from. So well, what, really what cool. song was it? Uh, red and black right, it's well, on our tipitinas live live uh live show from january of 2020 in the before times oh yeah in the before, <laughs> before times yeah. yeah bc how about everybody, how about how about everybody else there? more covid oh wow yeah thank you for okay. catching that these guys are a little slow on <laughs> the update i love that i appreciate it <laughs> But, you know, you guys do You're just saying that about um, that request and you have to think about it. Like if she's driving to come see you guys, clearly you guys are special to her and it's a big deal to be seeing a show and then to hear it in front and center. Like that was probably such a release and such a, a great like feeling. Not only is she getting her favorite song, but she's like doing something that she hasn't been able to do like it's a huge deal it would feel like the fucking beatles like who cares 
who's playing it like you guys are doing this amazing service to and she's like feeling it and that's mm-hmm. fucking dope that you guys did that it's really cool it's fucking dope it Appreciate is it. yeah we we had uh her crying and then we had you know the other the other guy <laughs> like doesn't really know the words but he's like super into oh, yeah. it. shouting like, shouting something <laughs> but he was shouting something it didn't even matter at that point yeah exactly. <laughs> he was he was in the zone it didn't matter how about how about everybody else there how about some good good pinnacle moments man uh this this isn't, isn't even a great story but like it makes me laugh so often it's the uh the Thanksgiving show in uh, Denver, where everyone got the uh, what, what Nor- norovirus. norovirus. Oh my god! Which starts which starts off with with vomiting and then ends up with just like stuff coming out everywhere. Oh, what the and fuck? Uh, and uh, we're getting ready to take the stage, and a couple of people have already like fallen, and I'm laying on the couch downstairs in the green room, just kind of like, oh no, like I don't want this, oh, and. Uh, and shortly before the show, it hit me. And so anyway, I threw up everywhere. And like, we're getting on the stage and everyone is just destroyed. Like the whole band, Will, uh, Will Clark didn't even make it through the show. He made it through like two or three, uh, two or three songs. Palmer got on drums. It was just like the craziest, weirdest show <laughs> it ever. It was a sold out uh, Cervantes yeah, show. It was, oh, it was no. like the most tragic, <laughs> tragic story yeah. ever. Oh. But. The end of a month long tour. Also. Yeah. Like the pinnacle, the peak of the of the whole thing. But looking back on it, though, you know, comedies, uh, tragedy is wow. uh, so comedy's tragedy plus time. So and everybody got the virus, like in the <laughs> band, or everybody in that show got the like, I'm No, ev- everyone yeah. in the band okay. got, <laughs> got Like, it had some record amount of like elementary schools in Denver. It was like all the news that norovirus is going around. The person's house we stayed at, uh, one of the guys, like, was around in like a kid or something and he so he was like patient zero and oh, gave it to us and we stayed at that house and then went and played winter park and oh, uh, all these other places yeah. and like everybody just started slowly don't tell the cdc about us yeah. no by, I by the time i was on stage like i just i just couldn't do it i was about to vomit all over my drums i just had to leave <laughs> i was like Shit. i made it through like two songs i think and then i was like sorry i gotta go <laughs> And they're like, "Is you gonna come back?" Like, no, I knew you back. weren't coming back. I'm like, "No, no way!" Coming out every end. How was the show? Was horrible. Uh, like we made, we played like hour fifteen, maybe. We like, like Palmer held it together. He's a percussionist, but he could play drums too, so that helps. Yeah, uh, I mean, we Palmer. kept it short. It was. There was no encore that night. <laughs> Everyone was like, no, 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 no. "You guys don't deserve the it." The encore I mean, was in the can. Kind of like night. the the how um, Chris Myers just got COVID at that. You know, Umphrey show in Swati, and then uh, Umphrey had to have all, uh, different drummers come play with us. Uh, and Andy like Farrag went and played drums. We kind of had that happen. Wow. <laughs> but more about it. Anyway, that was a, a horrible story, but <laughs> no, it was great. <laughs> in in uh, in uh, the rear view, it's so funny. Pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Viruses. Like everyone was just like <laughs> down, and then, down. And then down. you and I spent like thirty six hours in a king size bed in a hotel room together, <laughs> immediately Aww. following, just like recovery mode. 
Dude, you know what? The, that's you can't. Mo- that's monumental. You can't you write can, bonding like that. Well, that you guys can look yeah. back at like that hey, was a bonding experience. And yeah. You can always say to each other, "Hey, man, at least it's not the Cervantes show." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you're right, bro. Wow. Some some happy story. I mean, we yeah, you know, we just started playing all these, you know, all these festivals that we used to go to, and you yeah. know, we're all lovers of the music and have been going to shows our whole lives too so to finally be doing what you love and getting the recognition like the first time we were told we could play in summer camp we all just like screamed it was like the fan erupted i just got on the phone with alan our agent and we were just like whoa yeah like you know just like playing Halloween and getting to play all these festivals now that we've been going to and i'm a jam cruiser um, so I've been going on jam cruise for four or five years now. And, you know, I'm just, you know, that would be my dream just to one day play jam, jam cruise. Yeah. Is, yeah. Didn't the last Jedi jam cruise, they got sick too. Yeah. That they, was everybody was shitting and throwing up after the last jam cruise too. So that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you hey know, man, that's gross. Yeah. Well, you know, Hey, it is what it is. Shit happens. It does. <laughs> Speaking of festivals, though, we are playing summer camp again this year in August. So we're super stoked about that. This will be our second time. And we got a Mm -hmm. mountain music fest in West Virginia coming up at the beginning of June, which is going to be cool. That has a super sick lineup. I think like Talk and Lettuce are also on that with us. Oh, hell yeah. And Strike to Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, what are some of your like favorite bands right now, you know, that are playing and doing their thing? Well. I don't want to say playing, but that are out there right now. Mm. Wow, that was <laughs> I mean, silence. I'm a huge snarky, I know a huge snarky puppy fan. I oh. think we all love lettuce. Uh, we we you know we all listen to you know a lot of other things. I listen to metal and jazz. And <laughs> we I think we all listen to a bunch of different styles, but I don't know. We, we have nine people. To, There's a lot. Yeah, of that's, that's a lot of eclectic us. shit going on. I mean, on I, there. I love listening. To, we listen to all kinds of stuff in the band rolling around. But um, yeah, I'm, I've been listening to a lot of Willie Nelson lately. Um, Willie. My mom loves that. I know it's ridiculous, but it's true. You know what, man? No, I, Willie's like home. Yeah. He's like grand. That's he grandpa. Really does. He brings the calm vibes. Mm-hmm. Does. It just makes you feel good. That, some of that voice, man, is just, yes. just yep. like weird, raspy, buttery all at the same time. Yeah, it makes you feel like Everyone's nothing, favorite nothing's grandpa. wrong. Yeah, it's really strange. Grandpa. And it's like genuine. He is genuine. There ain't no, there ain't ain't no, no bullshit with Willie. Or bullshit mm-hmm. with Willie. Willie's Willie. Mm-hmm. You know, it, something that you said, man, you're talking about that girl that was crying during the show. Think about this for a second. And I'm sure this has crossed your mind, but like the reason that I would imagine you're playing music is because at some point music did that for you on some level. And you were like, I want to fucking do that. Like, that's awesome. And, and now like if flash forward, you're the one that's creating that thing for other people. Like that's a real thing that's happening. And if you could go back and tell your like 15 year old self that that was real, do you think he would believe you that you would, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind of surreal. 
everything goes by so fast. Right. Sometimes you don't get time to step back and think about it. I think we all got that with, you know, the quarantine and even without it, like we're all just very appreciative where we are and, you know, we're precautious about the future. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you. Hold on to it right now, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> you got to make a song named Precautious now. You yeah, have that to do to it. <laughs> Just Gavin mispronouncing words. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't necessarily have to even write it. No, right? it writes itself. Sometimes happens naturally. Hell yeah. I, I think one of the things for me, man, is like, if I talking about like your 15 year old self is like, if I could go back and tell him one thing and be like, look, man, don't be afraid that you aren't going to end up where you're supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like enjoy yourself a little more and don't be fucking so anxious about not making it where you think you should be. If you could go back and give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be? Maybe, I mean, Will kind of already said it, but for me, probably, like, be in the moment a little bit more. Like, we all come from different backgrounds, but, like, me personally, I went to music school and did, like, I was, like, always studying music and practicing and that kind of a thing. And um, I think I, uh, even still, actually, I struggle with kind of losing sight of just, like, enjoying the fucking moment right now and playing the song instead of, like, focusing on my shortcomings and things that I need to work on and Mm. this or that or the other thing. Yeah. Be in the moment. Yeah, I get that. And I I used we were at a we were at actually at an Umphreys show here in Portland a few years ago and like in the middle of the show I'm like thinking about going to the next show already. Like this one's not even fucking over and I'm already like worried about going to the next one and I had this like moment of realization of like holy shit, I'm not even enjoying where I'm fucking standing right now that I was looking forward to for the past six months. Like, I need to fucking chill out. So I hear you, man. Me too. Me too, big time. It's, it's hard. It's hard when, when you're moving a 1,000 miles an hour, and I can only imagine for you guys, like, well, when COVID's not around, like, touring and yeah. writing and practicing and going here and going there like it goes so fast and like not being able to grab onto that moment and because you're so focused on the next thing that's happening but i would imagine to be able to do what you do when you're on stage you kind of have to put all that aside right to be able to be in the jam and be in the flow of the improv totally i mean especially just not jamming for a while and jamming again, just hearing everyone's like influences, everybody's, I don't know. It just feels fresh. Everything Mm. feels fresh and tight and not forced. And so, yeah, I think we're all super in the moment when we're on stage and we're trying to just maybe, you know, stay in the moment more. (laughs) No, I get you. I remember all these great memories that before they slip away it's fast and it's really fucking fast and like the thing that i think about for you guys especially playing the style and the kind of music that you play i've always wondered this like in your opinion 
which is more important or are they equal? Is ear more important or is chops more important? Ear. Really? I think we all agree ear is more important. Yeah, because if you have if you're using your ears and listening and paying attention and stuff, it doesn't matter if you can shred everything. If you just play the right note, that's what people need to hear. Yeah, I've seen people with mad chops who just don't seem to have an ear at all. And that's that's the worst. And you can't fit in. Yeah. Wow. And also because ear comes from playing music with people. And I mean, and listening to a lot of music, but you can develop chops without doing either of those things. Okay. (laughs) That makes sense. That totally makes sense. Yeah, I guess. I guess I'm a little aggro about that, but. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, as somebody who maybe was a chops player for a while and not much of an ear player, I'm trying to be better with the ear thing. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense, man. And. I guess too, like part of it also is knowing when not to play, right? Yeah. That's the hardest part for me. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. So go ahead, Apple. (laughs) No, I'm just laughing. (laughs) Do you guys, so tonight, is tonight's show sold out? It's damn close. Fuck yeah, man. And that's another thing that I've seen too, man, that really makes me happy is well, not from a fan's perspective because it fucking sucks trying to get tickets right now to anything right now, but right. <laughs> everything that's happening is selling out. So, I mean, it's obvious that people are ready to be out and seeing music again. Yeah, it's, it's literally every show we play is sold out. Yeah. It's, it's wild. That's Think about it. That's so cool. A cool thing, too, that I've noticed is that all these shows we've played has been a really wide um, um What's the demographic? Diverse. diverse. Oh. Yeah, diverse group oh, yeah. of people. Like, uh, it's not just a bunch of like jam scene kids old, old or. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it seems like, you know, concerts, at least for now, are back into being just like a thing to do. So, you know, there'll be like the 50 year old, like more conservative group of people over there. And then the 20 year old, like jam scene kids. And then the, you know, whatever. And it's like, it's, it's just like going to a show is like a social activity. It's not just like, Oh, you like, you like concerts. So you go to concerts, but like, we don't go to concerts, that kind of a thing. Okay. Okay. I'll take that, man. I mean, for you guys, that's fucking awesome. And for us, like, I don't know if the audience at a show is too, homogenous i guess is the word like everybody's the fucking same there's something that's i don't there's no spice i want to see the thing that comes to mind when you say that is we went and saw radiohead here at this moda center it's like a big indoor arena and like looking around at a radiohead concert there was like everybody kid with liberty spikes and an old deadhead and a monk and a buddhist monk literally wearing wearing his garb and like a guy in a business suit and like and that i've never felt energy like that anywhere and i really equate it to that diverse group of people being together and kind of focusing on the same thing and tripping on the same music together and reaches everybody well i can picture your guys's music is like that your your guys's music Mm -hmm. has a wide appeal because it's got a little bit of it's like a gumbo that's got a little bit of everything in it. <laughs> yeah. It's a great recipe that, I mean, my dad like would that. dig it. I dig it. Uh, it's, a gumby gumbo. Gumby. it's a gumby gumbo. It's a gumby gumbo. Precautious gumby gumbo. Yes. 
A gumbo. <laughs> so we we uh kind of glanced over it, and you only mentioned it real quick. But tell me about making the new album, you guys. Like that's no small thing in the midst of everything that's going on. Like, how did that happen? We yeah we so we're uh, we're down into the mixing phase of the upcoming album. Um, you know, we've been playing these songs for a year or so, um, which is nice because then by the time you record them, you really locked them in and you honed in on your part. And, you know, there's there's a way different ways to do it. Sometimes you know you write it, and record it immediately, and and then when you play it live, it's developed and it's you know not even exactly the same as the you know, a record. But I think that's the cool part about us is we're no matter if a song's like one years old or 10 years old, we can change it and flip it up or make it better constantly. It's, it's never just stuck in one way. And every, as far as us as a writing unit, you know, we're all very open to each other's ideas and we don't do a lot of, there's not just a lot of compositions by one member. It's usually everyone's got a, you know, a little piece of, you know, their own in each song. So it's, kind of i guess what else makes us uniquely funky yeah it 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 is definitely unique and i was thinking about that earlier today like you guys have such a unique sound and who are we talking to mel with the to um help me out well you gotta give two qualifications for being a oh yeah you got to sound like that was, yourself that was, was Mark one of the again. yeah one of the Mark. qualifications for being a good band is you got to sound like yourself don't yeah, sound like Mark. somebody else and then the other one is you have to be willing to step off the edge yeah and you guys definitely do both of those things really fucking well i when you put on funk you you know it's you guys it's not like well this could be some you know who somebody else even if you're covering a song, it's you. Oh my gosh, toxic! Yeah. I love that. That was so dope. I, I played that for Mel right before we came. I was like, Mel, you got to check this out. They covered toxic, and she just kind of looked at me and was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah you guys Sorry. nailed it and had so much fun with that and made it made it new to the ears. Yeah, yeah. We we played it last night too. It went over pretty well. It was like a request as well. So we we made some some people really happy with mm-hmm. that. Dude, there's nothing like hearing your favorite songs in a different version, same version. Like, I guess I just need to say thank you for doing, like, continuing what you're doing because it just feels good, even though we're not there, mm-hmm. to know that other people are benefiting and getting to see you, music at all and that you're getting to play it. And that is the ultimate right now, just because we haven't had it. And, you know, I know Aaron was saying earlier when we first started how, you know, taking it for granted um i think we took everything for granted because it was just our normal life everybody had a regular normal life you know like if it's your band that's your normal thing to go do play with your band if it's your business it's normal thing to go do your business whatever and then when you can't do that it changes how you feel about it because now you start like thinking about like well, gosh, it really did that thing for me or it really made me feel this way. And so I'm just saying thank you guys for continuing it. And, you know, I'm sure maybe some bands didn't make it through the quarantine, maybe because they live far away or they couldn't practice or whatever. Like, so... Or they just decided to say fuck it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> fuck it. I need to make more money. I need mm-hmm. to do something. Um, so thanks yeah. for yeah. continuing to do it, man. 
We appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not been easy, but we've all been lucky enough to have other jobs. and uh, We all still have the same dreams, so That's we're good. not going anywhere. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, right. You guys, I'll ride on her coattails. I just want to thank you. You guys kept it fun and funky through this too, because like I love like you do a cover of Toxic, and then you flip it and you did a couple of my favorite Dirty Laundry when you guys did the Dirty Laundry cover. Who doesn't love that fucking song? Yeah. And then you did Cars. <laughs> the Cars one, dude. When I first watch it, I halfway through it, I'm sitting there going, "Why are they all in their cars?" And then it dawned, oh, you fucking idiot, smoke another bowl. They're doing it because the song's called Car, and that was amazing. <laughs> you guys do great covers yeah. and have fun with it. We had, a, we had a lot of fun with that Dirty Laundry one. I, I luckily had, like, two full bins of Dirty Laundry, so I was like, Emily, just throw this shit at her. <laughs> the only time in life when it pays to have fucking Dirty Laundry well, the, laying around. The, yeah, that's where Gavin's laying, like, on the washing machines in the beginning and then jumps off, and that had Sean in it, too, didn't it? Sean Eccles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You guys had a hell of a lot of fun with that, man. You guys yeah. mentioned um, going to summer camp, and uh, mm-hmm. I think we might be there with you this year, guys. I, uh, nice. Yeah. Come hang out. Yeah, definitely. definitely. That's what I was going to say. I, looking forward to meeting you guys and, and having a chance to give you a hug and a high five and say thanks in person, man. I We, <clears throat> we talked to them a couple of months ago and they weren't still weren't sure if everything was going down or not, but it seems like it's full, full steam ahead at this point. So we'll, we'll most likely see you there. I will say our, our campsite is a pretty fun place to hang out too. when you're not at the shows. Oh my so Heck yeah. Fuck yeah. We, we bring a party there's wherever we there's go something too. about the energy of having nine people to hang out with. That's, that's, that's nice because you always get whatever you need, right? If you need somebody to just chill with and like, just like chat with there's probably somebody else in that mood but if you if you're trying to rage there's always somebody in that mood there's you get you can find whatever you want dude there. you're so, so true like i fucking love that mm-hmm. yeah we roll deep too man so yeah we do well it'll be a forces colliding that'll be fucking fun Aww. man looking forward to it you guys go kill it tonight yeah. thank yeah, you so man. much for spending time Have with fun. us i know it's nuts being on the road and jamming in a fucking minivan to do an interview and shit and i i really really fucking appreciate it a lot yeah oh thank y'all for having us we enjoyed this time and we look forward to meeting you guys and hanging out with you and we appreciate you as well for you know getting them at spreading the good word spreading the gospel always man that's our fucking job good shit dude we have to keep everybody knowing about good stuff like like we always say too man you guys whenever you know we're we're going to meet you before then but when you make it through the portland area you guys got you you got a big band but we got a pretty big house we can make people comfortable you're more than welcome here or sit down and chat talk whatever Mm -hmm. you guys need and then also (laughs) let us know aaron aaron does most of the communication when it starts to get you said in fall but when it comes time to when you guys are releasing anything doing a stream whatever uh moving forward we got your back awesome thank you have a great show tonight you guys can't wait to play in oregon on the west coast hell yeah fuck yeah haven't done it but we'll be there soon Right on, you guys. Take care, and we'll see All you right. later. Yeah, be All well, right, y'all. Hey, Stay y'all safe. Thanks Peace. so much. Have a great Bye. fucking show. <laughs> Thank you.
He'll take you for a ride, that's right, to the other side. He'll take you on a trip to the mothership. Everybody wants to know just how he gets it so funky. That's just how he does it. That's space funky. Come on. So where you going to? Could it be Jupiter? Come on. I see you soaring through the stars. Keep it in funky, that's right. you take me by the hand, come on, please take me to your leader, take me to your land, where it's not about violence, where it's not about gender or race, but it's about science, and exploring outer space with electrical bass, yes, and some electrical guitar, he'll send you soaring to the stars, he's so, 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 he's so Just how he does it, you know. The space monkey, come on. That's a fun bunch of dudes. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of energy. Nine nine people. No, yeah, a nine person funk jam band. That that's some. That's no, some I I bet they're backstage energy. just like, hey, what, dude? Nothing. Practice your chops. No, you practice <laughs> your ear. <laughs> wow, I'm I'm. That'll what? be fucking dope. Party with those guys and hang out. What was it? Precar- not precarious. Precautious. Precautious. Is that, that is a word, right? Yeah. Precaution. Precaution. It just wasn't, he didn't just no, use it maybe properly, not. but it didn't matter. It I'm so <laughs> foggy headed and weird today, man. Precariously it's a, precautious. Thank you for listening to that whole interview, by the way, if yeah. you're still listening, I appreciate it. You know what? You've, you've earned another no simple road badge. For, like back when we went to Skull and Roses, I did a You Made It Through the Skull and Roses episode badge, and I think I did one for Northwest String Summit because those are like six-hour episodes split into two. And 
you've now earned another No Simple Road achievement. You made it through a COVID interview with the No Simple Road crew. So thanks. Yeah. yeah we did I, this together. We did. This was a this was a group effort today. Thanks, right you guys. On. And hey guys from Funk You, congratulations on ten years. Ten years. You're killing it. Happy anniversary. And here's to fifty more if that's what you want. And we love you and can't wait to meet you and hang out. Everybody, we're healing. We'll be back next week with more stuff and things, and we'll see you soon. And we love you. Take care of each other. Wash your fucking hands. Hydrate. Wash Please your hands. wash your hands. Don't. You don't want this. This ain't fucking cute. We'll talk to you soon. Love you. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at soundtalentmedia.com.